Welcome to Cancelled. <laughs> we are <laughs> we're back. This is Wrestling Side X episodes uh, four, five, and six. Uh, Aaron Brooks is here. Aaron, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. We were just we immediately started talking about the ridiculous <laughs> shit in these shows, and I was like, okay, we got to shut up and hit record because we don't want to miss this nonsense. Uh, how are things? Uh, things doing are all right. Things are good. Good. Yeah. You. You know, uh, it's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah it's like, so it's, hot. It's ridiculously, grossly hot outside. Uh, I was in the car the other night at like 9 p.m., and they said, 97 degrees. Like, man, <laughs> fuck this. I just, yeah, 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 yeah. just want to leave. Just shut up. Yeah. It <laughs> makes me angry at like, you know, I get it at 3 in the afternoon, it's going to be real fucking hot. Yeah. But at like 8.30, come on. <laughs> be reasonable. <laughs> Like I went, I got in, uh, I got in the pool at my apartment complex, and it's like, oh, this is, just, I'm being poached. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is, they're just sous vide, yeah, yeah. Aaron Brooks. Uh, uh, all right, let's get into it. Yeah, I got. Oh boy, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll start with episode four, um, or oh, you know, we can jump around as we need to. Musical guest clips, clips, great fucking rappers. Not the best. No, <laughs> not the best commentators. I also think that this is the first episode, at least that I remember, where they actually referenced the people performing, like in the commentary. Yeah, absolutely. Like before, it was there was no context. That thing was people, like there was a yeah. show beforehand. No, yeah. absolutely not. But this one, they're like, yeah, where you were performing. It's like they had they. It's like it's almost like they saw they did the first three episodes. Right. And then looked at it the same way we did, and then yeah. I thought, we got to make some changes. We can tweak this a little bit. And, yeah. like, I kind of give them credit for that, because yeah. there are moments where they clearly did that. But then there's also shit where this clear, this episode was clearly taped out of order, mm-hmm. because in this match, the first match is uh, Matt Seidel versus Scorpio Sky. I don't believe we've <laughs> met Scorpio Sky before. Yeah. Uh, his gimmick is that he was voted most likely to succeed and best athlete at his high school in Montclair, <laughs> New high Jersey. School. Uh, high school for which he comes to the ring with two plaques you don't get no. plaques for those things they're just I, a blurb in the yearbook i was voted class clown hmm. and uh nicest eyes sure, i think sure i didn't get shit <laughs> yeah, put a yeah, thing yeah, in the yeah. paper that didn't qualify me to be a professional wrestler <laughs> it's fantastic but that's his entire backstory so he's just a guy who did all right in high, high school. school who peaked in high school and uh <laughs> now he's in now he's in wrestling society x uh but during this match they reference how both him and Matt Seidel, the only people, they, the only person they've both beat is Matt Classic, yeah, who has not wrestled yet. No, that is not. <laughs> we've seen one vignette. Yeah, so uh, clearly this should have taped out of order. Matt Seidel comes to the ring again with his girlfriend Lizzie Valentine, who still looks like a soccer mom, who looks still looks like a forty-two-year-old woman <laughs> who's looking for Chardonnay. Yeah, she's just she's trying to find some red. She's asking for a manager. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everywhere she goes, yeah. she's upset about something. Uh, but I do want to address the completely unfounded misogyny that is hurled at this woman oh, at all times. It's so bad. She comes to the ring, and the announcer keeps going, she's flirting with everybody. She's standing still. Yeah. At one point, she's just pointing at her boyfriend and being like, yeah, give it up for this guy. Yeah. And they're like, God, oh, a slut. Yeah. What are you? What's happening? <laughs> um, that well, being said, go ahead. They, they talked about WSX Extra. Yeah, which I guess was like an online yeah, thing because the show needed more content. Yeah, but they they never they never teased it no, in the previous shows. Absolutely They're just, not. Like I don't know how did people discuss. <laughs> like, we just learned <laughs> about this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how there is some sort of like web extra video show yeah. that you like had a 
baby B in attendance to yeah. know existed. Like somebody would have to have gone online and be like, I got to get more WSX. And then there's an extra. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. Who's one? There's 48 people I in this to, venue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who needed to know the backstory of yeah. Lizzie Valentine, yeah. apparently. Uh, there's a couple of lines that make me laugh. The uh, one of the announcers go, "They're shredded like wheat. Wheat Look. isn't shredded." Brett well, Ernst. I mean, I mean, Brett Ernst is clearly <laughs> referencing the cereal. Yeah, shredded wheat. But that is shred. They're, they're shredded like shredded wheat would be a thing. But shredded like wheat is not a thing. No. Um, also, I th- I'm pretty sure clips are root that at one point they go, "Who do you got?" And they go, "Scorpius guy." Immediately. Immediately. And I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just because he's the black guy. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. positive. And uh, I did. I enjoy that because I get it. Uh, um, <laughs> at one point, Matt Seidel comes flying out of the ring and he goes, "Slow it down!" Yeah. <laughs> that really made me laugh. It's funny. There are moments of this show where it's like, "Oh, I like how like these guys are clearly having fun." Yeah, you know what I mean. And they're like, "Oh, I can just fuck around because this is, feels like an open mic wrestling <laughs> show where it's like, oh, I can just fucking be loose here. I don't really yeah. give a shit." Uh, it so is an open mic. These are open mic. Characters. <laughs> who are you? I'm the guy who peaked in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a very improv yeah. character as a wrestler. Um, they keep saying shit about Lizzie through the whole match. At one point, they go, I'll tell you this Lizzie is a liability. No, she helps him win yeah. all the time. Yes. Yeah. She has helped him win both matches. Yeah. Um, also, I heard of a Japanese arm drag. <laughs> the, there's, there's a lot of like. Ethnic wrestling moves that happen. <laughs> but that is that is a thing in wrestling. Yeah, but I've never heard of a Japanese arm that, drag. Okay, as a wrestling nerd, that is a a move really? that is referenced quite often. Oh man, you have a, ja- a classic arm drag, and then sort of the backwards version of that. If that makes any sense, is the Japanese arm oh, drag geez. for some reason. <laughs> um, but yes, that is a thing that is referenced. Uh, this match was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, Although I do have to say this in real life, Scorpio Sky has said some pretty shitty things about the gays. So oh, really? let's go ahead and just not, the whole time I wrote down here I was like Scorpio Sky says some shitty stuff about the gays, and Matt Seidel really loves ayahuasca. So I'm on his <laughs> side. Uh, that is also a fact. At one point, Clips says uh, about Scorpio Sky, he took too long with his finishing move. And a thing, a theme of this episode is Clips would say something, and then Brett Ernst immediately says, "Great observation." <laughs> It happens multiple times this episode. For sure. And, and like, I think partially they're trying, like, I think they got a note that's like, you guys got to try to get more out of these musical guests. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of times, like, throughout this, like, the next few episodes where they're like, oh, who do you have in this match? Yeah, or what do yeah. you think? And, like, very rarely do they have anything positive to no, say no, or contribute. No. The next episode is a guy named Jibs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who I had forgotten existed. I, I didn't Google it, but I'm pretty sure he had a hit. Uh, with a song called Chain Hang Low. You that's see, that's uh, Jibs? I'm pretty sure that was Jibs. Okay. Uh, it definitely was. I just Googled it. But uh, And he might be the least. Oh, he, uh, yeah. We'll get to it in the yeah. next episode. But at one point, he just they're like, uh, so you like wrestling? So you're a big wrestling fan, huh? He's like, yeah. And they go, oh, yeah? Like, for real? And he's like, I like wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, it. That's the whole interaction. <laughs> that's it. I have the note, but we'll get to it yeah. in the next episode. <laughs> Uh, Matt Seidel wins this match with uh, a one-man Spanish fly, which they refer to as a front-facing moonsault or whatever. <laughs> it does not matter. Uh, they hold him down. They hold down Scorpio Sky, and uh, Lizzie writes "hater" on his back in yeah. lipstick. Which she, he's the, the announcer goes, which she, well, she's got her lipstick, which she calls her. And he says like dipstick or something, which doesn't make any sense. It's very strange. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, and but that whole like. 
embarrassing the guy you just beat is a fairly common trope yeah. in wrestling. It's like, oh, like, right, you know, the NWO used to, like, draw a yellow streak down yeah. your back to make you a coward or whatever. So this also, makes kind of sense. But also, once again, throughout this whole thing, they shit on this woman yeah. so much. The entire man. Who does nothing but help. Yeah. She's yeah. the reason he won. She distracted the, uh, she distracted Scorpio Sky, yeah. which lets him get the upper hand and eventually get the win. So the nonstop fucking hatred of her. <laughs> yeah. And not in the way of, like, She's clearly a villain. If they were like, oh, she cheats and, and that's bad, that's like classic wrestling. Like, oh, yeah. you boo the heel for cheating. But no, they just are mad at her because she's a woman. They like slut shame her yeah. and then <laughs> hurl wild accusations at her that are yeah. not founded. There's been no there, no precedent has been set that this woman is is sleeping around or know. interested in anybody other than Matt Seidel. Yeah, the, the, the announcer, I think it's Brett Ernst, was like, she's going to look at me, watch. She looks at me every time she comes out here. Number one, that's the most men's rights activity shit I've yeah. heard. Just because a woman looks at you does not mean yeah. she wants to fuck you. She's just looking around. She's trying to fucking uh, uh, eye predators. Yeah. She's trying to be safe. Uh, and also, this is only the second time she's appeared. He act, they, they act like they act like it's this. It's been going on for years. Yeah. It's the second time you've seen this woman. Yeah, for sure. And by the way, woman is correct. Yeah, she's not a girl. <laughs> no. That is a middle-aged woman. Yeah. Um, we uh, we next. Get a pretty good video segment. Actually, by video, pretty good, I mean terrible. <laughs> um, uh, we find out that, because uh, it's a reference to Jack Evans ha- had beat Matt Seidel in the previous match. So we find out, oh, he's popular and everybody loves Matt. He's one of the biggest rising stars. And uh, in fact, one of his fans was waiting for him outside the WS <laughs> the WSX Studios. Yeah, not a studio, no, sir. No. That is a a vacant warehouse yeah. at best. Uh, so she, he comes outside, and there's some guy waiting outside, and it's like black and white for some yeah. reason. They're trying to get Artie with it, uh, and this guy's like, "Oh, I'm your biggest fan, and I have all your DVDs. I have all your DVDs." Yeah. Well, come on. Yeah. It's 2006. That's, that's true. I promise you, he's selling DVDs at like in t-shirts after the matches. Sure. That makes perfect sense. What I don't understand is like, he's like, "Oh man, I really like like I'm such a huge fan. I'm going to be just like you." And the guy and Jack says, "What's your name?" He's all oh, Marcus Riot. Not a bad name. Yeah. Uh, there are some very bad wrestling names coming up in yeah. some of these episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's Marcus Riot. Uh, he says, oh, I'll tell you what. And, and Jack says, oh, I've seen some of your stuff. Like, you're pretty good. Give me your, uh, give me a tape or whatever. Give me a DVD of yours, and I'll see what I can do to get you some work. He hands him a DVD. And then Jack Evans <laughs> casually kicks him in the balls. <laughs> he, he kicks him in the balls in the most, like, eh. Like, I can't even... <laughs> Which floors Marcus Oh, Martin's Ryan, done. He's and, done. And the Jack Evans just walks away. <laughs> yeah, he's so disinterested yeah. in kicking this man in the balls. Yeah. It's almost like Jack Evans, the, like the the wrestler, not the character, like backstage when they were telling him what he was going to do, was like, it doesn't make sense that I would kick him in the balls. Yeah. I was just really nice to him. He's a big fan of mine. I'm supposed to be the good guy. Yeah. Right? The whole thing is he's like the fan favorite. Yeah. So why is he just kicking this random man in the balls? So it feels like he wasn't into it and he sold it just like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like <laughs> barely flinging his foot, man. <laughs> uh, and that really made me laugh. It made no sense whatsoever. It made no sense. And I think they're supposed to be setting up like a Marcus Riot match at yeah. some point, but I've watched the next three episodes and it has not happened yet. So <laughs> I feel like they would want to cash in or on this. Or they haven't referenced it since. They know it has not come up. Yeah. Um, we next meet uh, Keeping It Gangsta, the tag team we've seen before. <laughs> now, this whole segment is really hurt. This whole, like, the segment in the match leading into uh, that it's leading into is hurt by 
the commentary having no idea what's happening no in the clue. backstage segments. Yeah. Because, so we get a segment where Keeping It Gangster, they're going out for a match to have a match with that 70s team. Uh, or no, they're going to go out and do this open challenge. When yeah. they issue a challenge, anybody will kick your ass. That 70s team is going to take, the, the, take them up on their challenge. Ruckus of that of Keeping It Gangster, who uh, is the shorter one, mm-hmm. uh, is looking for his ladder. Because he's like, I, I can't go out there and beat anybody's ass, but I need my ladder. Why? Uh, <laughs> Why do you need a ladder? <laughs> you shouldn't need a ladder. Now, granted, I watch a lot of wrestling. Ladders come yeah, into play. Sure. But you don't need the ladder. This isn't Jake the Snake we're <laughs> yeah, talking about. I can't go out with my, my snake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but more to the point, he's like, and you hear his, his partner go, oh, man, that little bullshit ladder. Like, that's, that's nonsense. That's like a little, step, a little baby ladder. Yeah. And Ruckus is like, oh, man, that ladder's gangster. Yeah. Which made me laugh really hard. <laughs> that ladder's it's gangster. Gangster made me laugh really hard. Uh, and, he, and his partner, whose name I do not remember. Uh, uh, sells, Slim. Oh, is it just Slim? Slim is the big guy. Okay. Yeah, of course. Classic, classic yeah. irony. Uh, tells him, oh, I got you some. I got you a present. And he comes out. With a big ladder, like a regular, <laughs> a like a full, tall ladder, full eight foot ladder, ladder eight foot ladder, yeah. uh, that is covered in diamonds. Yeah, suppose I mean, <clears throat> not diamonds, but this, like they literally at one point in the match say, "I already spent a million dollars on the diamonds for that ladder," and it's, the other guy goes, "I heard two million. You don't need to up the no, ante on that. No, a million on that ladder would be just fine." <laughs> but the the ladder is like is is. Just oh. covered in computer generated bling, literally just it's sparkling. But it's not really like put rhinestones on it and yeah. shine light at it. I okay, sure. I fine. But they just CGI in yes. the phoniest. Some of them are like two inches off, where it's not like not it's not even on, on the ladder. The ladder. <laughs> it's so it's bad. Not- it's you can tell that this show aired at the same time as Pimp My Ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the Absolutely. same same channel as this. It's hey, we got Greg from Pimp My Ride to do the special effects. That is a hundred percent what happened. It's the same thing. Uh, so they go off for their match. They call out that seventies team. That seventies team come out, and that seventies team has clearly stolen Ruckus's little ladder. Yeah. Because at one point in the match, they break out a tiny little, and by tiny, it's two rungs. Yeah. It's like, it's maybe a stepladder. Which I love the idea that that's what Ruckus couldn't go out there with. Yeah. Like, that's just a funny gimmick. Yeah. If he really, like, if they, they should have built that up throughout multiple matches where, like, oh, we always see Ruckus with this ladder. It's like his, it's like his security blanket, yeah. right? And then eventually it gets taken away from him. We have this... Fight or whatever. Like, I can't fight without my baby bottle. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It it, it makes no sense. Uh, But, like, it would be fun. Like, here's the thing what I like about wrestling is that it doesn't really have to make sense. It's like, to me, it's like a time travel movie. Yeah. You just, as long as you establish the rules of your universe, whatever those rules may be, then you can make up whatever rule you want. You just have to follow that rule. Yeah. So in this world, you can have a guy who's like, oh, I need my, I'm short, so I need my little two-foot yeah. ladder for security or whatever. And that's funny to me. But the commentary has missed all of this ladder shit. All of it. So <laughs> they just keep going like, oh, where this, what's with the 70s team and this little bullshit-ass ladder? Yeah. And like, no, there was a whole storyline <laughs> you spent a good three minutes of TV time building into that you are completely ignored. There's a uh, there's some great quotes from Click in here yeah. talking about Slim. Uh, he looks like a big ass midget, <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> once again immediately Brett Ernst goes great observation yeah. immediately. Uh, the, the disco oh, what was good. disco what, what was uh, it? there's a disco machine disco machine yeah. is in there and he's got on a jacket with it's got tassels 
He's the quote, the quote I wrote down. Is it the one? About, go ahead. He goes. He has tassels on his ass, kind of like the Blues Brothers in Tenacious D. Look at the cut of that jacket. It's driving, driving me, me wild, wild right now. That's my favorite line. Uh, what Look at the, the cut of that jacket? It's driving me wild. Uh, did clips come out of the closet? Like I don't understand what he's saying. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I really enjoy it, but he continues to refer to. Uh, the, uh, disco machine is ass tassels ass for the rest of the match. Uh, I feel like I would take clips coming in over uh, either of the commentary. Like, oh, clips yeah. just took over commentary yeah. at this point. Yeah. I'd be totally fine with it. Um, and then Joey Ryan and Disco Machine are rubbing oil on themselves. Yeah, and, that's, and, a, and, that's a Joey Ryan gimmick. And, and then, mm. but uh, <laughs> they are clips are very grossed out by that. By and, the way, and then, but disgusting. Keith and Gangster, like, they leave the ring. <laughs> like everybody yeah, 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 is yeah. just disgust. Like so. And so I was told you earlier before I got here. When I got here, yeah. I was watching this with my with my girlfriend, and she was like, not only like she's like the 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 like straight white panic in this oh, show it's, it's fucking so through strong. the roof like, through the roof <laughs> so every episode she's like she said there were so many opportunities for the show to be homophobic or racist and they take every one <laughs> they of them. never miss one they don't miss it uh there's a point where uh so they brought they destroyed disco machines disco ball again i kind of like that as a running gag they destroyed every- it on his on, on his, his balls on his balls <laughs> yeah they smashed but what's also weird is they cut away yeah. So, like, he's stuck in the corner, and you see the guy approaching, or Reckless is approaching with the ball in his hand. He's clearly about to smash it, and it cuts to a woman in the audience go like, ugh. Yeah. And then it cuts back to him with, like, destroyed disco junk all over <laughs> his balls. You have electrocuted multiple people. <laughs> Why are you editing that? That's too much? A shot to the nuts is too much. But you have... Put people in exploding caskets for you, multiple weeks. You've been masquerading an Italian guy as a Hispanic dude for, for weeks, but we can't see some guy get hit in the balls. It's so ridiculous. At one point, Joey Ryan pulls the inhaler out of his pants. Sure. Like, it's his thing. Yeah, yeah, he's got it. And Clips, uh, he pulled his inhaler out of his nut huggers and he put it in his mouth. That's disgusting. <laughs> like, there's just so much. Uh, Clips was great. Yeah, the Clips was awesome. They were great, uh, frighteningly homophobic. Um, Kill, uh, killing a gangster wins was ruckus does a big flipping drop kick move off the top of the million dollar ladder which is pretty cool looking spot also did you see that slim does a crip walk he slim crip walks <laughs> next to a guy slim is wearing red <laughs> yeah that really crip, bothers yeah. me you can't crip walk in blood colors it's rude <laughs> uh yes he definitely does a crip walk uh uh, big move. I, I like the uh, uh, Cliff's line. Ass Tassel's got his disco balls broken. <laughs> yeah. Makes me laugh as well. Uh, another one was he kept shucking and jiving through the whole scissor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. when Disco Machine was, you know, he got he had him. Uh, he had he was doing a scissor on somebody, and he yeah. kept dancing throughout the whole thing. <laughs> uh, we see Joey Ryan's ass. We see Joey Ryan's ass again for which a is, long time. It, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if this is the match or if the next. Disco uh, 70s team match where he does a he does a dive through the ropes with his ass hanging out. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh. it's very good. Um, we next get a promo for a debuting wrestler named Ar- the uh, Anarchist Eric Cannon. Not the best uh, mic work. He's a bit stunted. Yeah, uh, he beats up a dude like he's like I'm the Anarchist and I'm coming for the belt or whatever he says. It doesn't matter. But then then it's like just a montage of him. Beating the shit out of some guy. Yeah. So, random person. We have no idea who that person is. Well, he's... And then he says, Eric Cannon goes, if I do that to my friends, what yeah. do you think I'm going to do to you? 
We have one, you're not friends. You just yeah. beat the shit out of that man, your friendship is over. <laughs> Secondly, we have no idea that that's your friend. Yeah. It's a stranger. Yes. You have to set up shit like that. Have you guys like, oh, this is my homie and whatever, and then you turn on him. Yeah. That's a payoff. As it is, you just beat up some guy that <laughs> works there, which I don't understand. And also the anarchist, he's he's uh he's bald with like a short mohawk. He's a shitty mohawk and he's wearing and like chops. a leather tank top. He's wearing and a very <laughs> like vi- like a vinyl black wife beater. Yeah. Very shiny. And then his his pants are like Jinko level. Oh, they're very baggy. They rave <laughs> Because <laughs> he's well here's the thing. He's a he's a doughy man. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's not like a lot of these guys are pretty are like kind of cut or yeah. whatever. He is not. No, which I'm. I don't like. Look, I like my wrestlers to look all different shapes and sizes. It yeah. makes it more interesting. I don't mind a wrestler that looks a little more like a regular dude. That's yeah, kind of like oh, it's a regular guy, but he likes to beat people up. That's a perfectly good gimmick. <laughs> you can pick a better outfit to accentuate yourself yeah. than shiny plastic tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're trying to hide your, your your belly, but you're not doing a good job. Well, and it's not just you like... might as well put computerized bling all over <laughs> yeah. that shirt. You're really drawing the eye. That's gonna come in episode nine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also that it's not just that he's doughy, but he's not like a he's not like a big dude. Right. He's clearly not like muscular or like built. Mm. He's just kind of like an average dude who's got a bit of a gut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, what are you doing? What's really <laughs> happening here? I was so when I saw that promo, I was like, I want to watch this guy wrestle. Sure. Oh, and, and we will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm really intrigued. Um, we will, and it will be full of races. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, which leads into the main event, which is the Human Tornado, which is billed as the Human Tornado versus El Mascarada Blanco from just north of the border. <laughs> uh, yelly announcer guy. I literally just want him to like say one line that isn't screamed. Oh, yeah. Just one thing. Yeah. Uh, he does not. He does not say a single thing that isn't screamed. Uh, he introduces the Human Tornado. and. His gimmick is he, he the announcer spins in a circle when he yeah. says tornado. He really I love how he thinks he's getting shit over and it, it's just not working. Uh, but the tornado doesn't appear. No, and it could show that stupid high up entryway yeah. he has to climb the ladder. <laughs> that makes from, no sense. And he, it's the stupidest thing in the world. But he's not there. And he, he, what I like is instead of being like, "Where's the?" and then like. Getting on the mic to the PA, someone check on the human tornado. He just does his entrance a second time. Again. He just announces him uh, the full and the full the spin in the circle, the all the words a second time. Uh, and then they go up and he's been attacked. Someone's laid him out backstage, and then uh, six pac, X pac, six pac, whatever you want to call him, comes running to the ring. He is beat up him backstage he attacks El Mascarado Blanco and he calls out Vampiro get out here let's finish this perfectly good setup for a little fight I, I'm not sure why Vampiro looks like he's transitioning into a biker like, yeah yeah he was last up like he's like the demonic dark fucking he had like his little ripped up fucking mesh goffy shirt whatever I think maybe someone was like hey that that little tum tum of yours doesn't look great yeah. mesh. maybe let's throw a t-shirt and a vest on that uh but yeah, now he's got a black biker vest, but he's also still gothy vampiro. So yeah. he's still got the makeup and he's still spitting up blood, but he's also a biker. Yeah. Uh, but he is then, they get a little bit of a fight for two seconds, but then uh, who's this guy? A yeah. new guy comes Some guy in a leather skirt. In a, in a leather skirt. He's wearing a, like a floor, like it's all the way Very long. Long, like leather skirt. It's the only thing, way I can describe <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, attacks Vampiro, comes out of the crowd and attacks Vampiro. He's real big, huge guy. Yeah. Uh, we will find out in f- future episodes. I just happen to know it. His name is Ricky Banderas. Yeah. Um, he has half his face is covered in uh, burn scars. Very fake. Yes. Very like incredibly B, like B movie effect fake burn scars, and he's got like <laughs> white contact lens for his eyes. <laughs> Kind of creepy, like, yeah. like as far as like okay, two thousand six is wrestling. They're not, they're not, they can't do fucking you know Guardians of the Galaxy level effects sure. here. It's effective. Who's this fucking crazy guy? Beats the shit out of fucking Vampiro pretty bad. Yeah. Meanwhile, the commentary is like, "What is this?" And then, so what's supposed to happen? And you see just a glimpse of it is that Ricky Banderas throws a fireball. Into Vampiro's face. Yeah. Now that is an old timey wrestling thing. They get some like flash paper or whatever. They light it on fire. They throw it into his face. Oh fuck my face, my face. Uh, however, they can't. I think some like the network at this point was like, hey, no more ball shots, no more uh, throw, <laughs> no more throwing fucking fire in people's <laughs> faces. So they kind of imply that he has magical powers. Yeah. They he instead of showing the fireball hit him and him go to the ground and scream. You should get a glimpse of it, and then Vampiro has a weird effect, like a weird video effect then over him where everything's all shaky and, and distorted. It looks like they dunked the camera in a bucket of water. Kind of. And then the announcer guy goes, he just threw hell it or something. Yeah. He has some line of, like, he brought him straight to hell or whatever. <coughs> so I think we're supposed to buy that Ricky Banderas has magical powers, which makes so much less sense yeah, than just yeah. in a in a thing where the whole premise has been like oh violence right yeah people get thrown off a of shit people get electrocuted it's just blowing up well okay fire like that's fine there's yeah. explosions the show opens with explosions every episode <laughs> with giant fireballs yeah so why I get I, I'm assuming someone was like hey kids watch MTV maybe we can't throw fucking fire in people's faces <laughs> but it is. Very anticlimactic, yeah, and very like what, huh? What just happened? And then as the show does, credits were done, and it's like, and it's like, yeah. wow, okay, I'm distorted. As the credits were rolling, like I said, my girlfriend watches with me. Uh, at this point, she's invested, right? Uh, she goes, how, she said, "How does that scarred man know Vampiro? Is Vampiro responsible for his disfiguration? Is there a tale of redemption where he stops being a monster and starts being a human?" You are looking Ooh. way too much into this. Ooh. <laughs> ah, your girl should be writing wrestling yeah. shows. That is really quality writing right yeah. there. And to be fair, we find out a little bit in the next episode. Yes, Vampire. Like, they don't go into it enough as just a wrestling fan. They both made their bones in Mexico. Uh, they're both uh, made their bones in Mexico. Vampiro yeah. and Ricky Mandaris are big, huge stars in Mexico, and they had uh, giant feuds all over Mexico. Bloody wars that lasted. Like, they feuded for years, so like they're bringing that into into WSX. We find out in the next episode. They do that by going, "You remember me? We fought before. You burned my face." Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like yeah, that's, there's, that's, there's, that's there's like there's one clip of like an old match of theirs. That's like uh, like five seconds long. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, why if, why wouldn't Vampiro recognize this? You guy? think he would recognize him right away? Oh, how many men are you disfiguring <laughs> all over the all over the continent? Uh, <laughs> lots, <Yeah>. barely. <laughs> uh, 
we got into the next episode, episode five. Musical guest is Jibs. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Jibs? I barely did. Yeah. Uh, when you mentioned that song, I remembered he it. He had but... a hit called Chain Hang Low that was done to the like uh uh my balls hung low. I just don't yeah. I know the gim- the gimmick version, like the kid dirty version, but there's a real song. Yeah, did you uh, hear uh your tail do, do your does your whatever tail hang low, low they, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, wobble whatever. to and fro. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's enough about Jibs. Yeah. He's terrible. He's the worst. It, they really went from clips who I would say is probably second to Zach Wilde, yeah. the most fun of the musical uh, guests so far, uh to Jibs who might be the worst. It's he he sounds sedated the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he probably is. I, you'd There's almost a, have to be. I wrote a line here. Uh, I, we talked about it earlier, but I'll give you the the whole line because I wrote it down. So Jibs, you're a big fan of wrestling, most definitely. Yeah? Yeah, I like wrestling. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I literally wrote, well, good talk. Like that's like that's all he says. Um Episode opens with uh oh, so we've Got some information about the end of the last week. They're actually pretty good at making sure the storylines continue. Yeah. They don't really leave a lot of shit just sort of on the floor other than Marcus Riot's nutshot. <laughs> they don't leave a lot of shit, like, hanging. They kind of get to stuff. Uh, so right away, they're like, oh, follow up on last week's hot angle. Uh, here is the backstory. That man is Ricky Banderas. We get a little bit of a video. He's uh, basically, I think... In the same place Vampiro shot that promo a couple weeks ago (laughs) with the candles and shit. It's just him in front of candles this time. And he's like, what's also shitty is they kind of subtitle what he's saying. Yeah, They kind of make the words come up on the screen. But he's speaking perfectly good English. Yeah. You can understand him just fine. Yeah. And at one point, Brett Ernst just goes like, what did he just say? Like, what the hell did he just say? (laughs) He heard everything he just said. Yeah, exactly. He's speaking perfect English. Um, Also... I don't think they've said Ricky Banderas at this point. No, I <laughs> in my notes I wrote you rigged my casket with explosives. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A weird scarred guy. Right. I, have, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. who he is. They point. have not said his name. No. Um Also, I, I wrote here that I want the end of the show to be the ring announcer like screaming an announcement and literally just exploding. Yeah. I just want his whole body to just explode. Yeah. Uh, a real scanner's moment for Fabian. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, we get match one, which is Team Dragon Gate versus the Filth and the Fury. I was really excited for this. And it's good. It's a good match. It's a really fun, good match. These guys are super fast. They're super acrobatic, so there's all these flips. Matt Cross from the Filth and the Fury does this dope move where he does that thing where, like, you uh, you go perpendicular. You hold yourself perpendicular yeah. on like a flagpole, but he yeah. does it on like the corner of the ring, and then drops to the floor on an elbow on the guy. It's super cool it's looking. There's a ton of that stuff. Uh, they go to they go to commercial part of the way through, uh, and they come back, and it's like, oh, they actually show a little bit. Here's what you missed in a commercial. Some shit happened. Um, At one point, Chris Claus, they're talking about the match, and. Uh, they say, I don't know what's in the water in Cleveland, but I can tell you that it makes you pretty agile. <laughs> That's one. And then he asks, yeah, yeah. he asks Jibs, have you ever seen anything like that before, Jibs? And Jibs just says, man, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at one point, he says to Jibs, uh, uh, Jibs says something like, I've never seen that before. And you know, 16 years of life, he has never seen anything like that. Yeah, well, is Jibs actually 16? Because no. if he is, get him away from this. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> They also say he also says to Jibs like, "So you were a boxer?" And Jibs like, "Yeah, I grew up a bo- I was I was a boxer growing up." And uh, Predators goes, "Yeah, well, Chris's grandmother was a boxer too." Yeah, what? Which okay, 
It's not a joke. Like that's not. There's no punchline. It doesn't mean. It doesn't mean anything. And also, kind of just insulting to Jibs. Yeah, like yeah. you do the thing this guy's grandmother <laughs> does. It's a weird line. Uh, there's also a moment where like the ref gets distracted, which allows the Japanese guys to beat up on Matt Cross for a bit. Uh, he is distracted for like two minutes. A long time. It's a very long time. Yeah. Uh, it's a point where I was like, "Can you like turn around? You're." Bad at your job, like I, they're wrestling trope. Refs are easily distracted. They never see the bad guys cheat. This the yeah. whole gimmick, but you can't go that. Like you got to fucking scale that back yeah. a little bit. I think it was it Teddy Hart is yeah, yeah. in the corner, like pointing to the ring yeah, yeah, for yeah. a good twenty seconds. <laughs> it's very long. While his, while his teammates is getting the shit kicked out of him. They also do it. The announcers do this again, and it's starting to get really annoying. Uh, they make a point of going and Jibs, you can get pinned anywhere. The, yeah. uh, in the balcony, in the rafters, outside, anywhere. Stop pointing that out if all of the pins are going to happen yes. in the ring. Yeah. No one gets pinned outside of the ring yeah. at all. And even that, like, there. Are the, how many times have you seen, like, a tag team match where two guys are in the ring and two guys are on the outside of the ring? Right. There's only one referee, and he's <laughs> always in the ring. Yeah, at no point does the referee even leave the ring to investigate the, the action. You want to make it, make it count? Yeah. yeah. No. Stop bringing up a thing that's never come into play. And also, they always shit on how long it takes the refs, yeah. which is just, it's a normal... <laughs> three seconds. Yeah. You have to get down and then count three. It's, yeah. it's a, they're pretty quick, actually. Yeah. Uh, they win uh, with a double... Uh, Two guys, uh, the Felton and Fury both do fucking big jumps off the top rope. One does a, a shooting star press. The other guy does his move called the, like the heart attack or whatever. Which is great. Heart, no, the, the open heart the, surgery. That's my problem. Yeah. The heart attack. It's right there. It's, it's right got there. attack in it. It's yeah. perfect. Yes. Open heart surgery. You're not it's, a goddamn doctor, Teddy It's Hart. also so wordy. Yeah. Just get to it. It's that Canadian healthcare. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> that's, that's how accessible it is that Teddy Hart is a licensed <laughs> yeah, heart yeah, surgeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is reshown in the Quiznos Slamwich of the match. How do you think Subway feels about this? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Slamwich. Slamwich. Just... Slam is fine. Yep. You don't need the sandwich bun. You got your name. Quiznos is yeah. good. Slamwich is real rough. Uh, we get a backstage interview with Scorpio Sky, and a, uh, there's a woman named Lacey interviewing him. Who, she, who they just... Brand new. Backstage, here's Lacey with so-and-so. Say this sentence. Our new backstage interviewer, Lacey, yeah. is here with so-and-so. Perfect setup. It takes yes. one second. You, inter- you introduce this woman like I'm supposed to know who the fuck she is. Yeah. Uh, also... She's never been back, and she's, <laughs> and she's terrible. She's awful. She's just plain awful. Uh, she's interviewing him about and how does he feel about losing to Matt Seidel. Perfect. I like the logic of this, where he says, I, yeah, well, guess what? I'm going to beat the guy who beat him, so it's like I beat him anyway. And I'm like, all right, that's some like good, shitty wrestling yeah. logic. That makes perfect sense. Um, but what comes out of his mouth next is truly bizarre. <laughs> I, I really I wanna, I wanna, Okay, before... Sure. Yeah. I want to just one thing very quickly. Uh, they play his entrance music behind the inner, like over the interview yeah. the whole time. And it is distracting and terrible because yeah. his entrance music is very dramatic. Yeah. It's like, it's like orchestral <laughs> fucking like symphony music, but set like electronically. So it's very like dun, 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 dun. But he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this thing. Like, he's not <laughs> very energetic, so it's very fucking, and like, disproportionate. Now, please tell me you wrote down that weird I rhyming. wrote down the whole thing. Okay, because <laughs> I would like to pick this apart, please. He, uh, he's also holding his plaques. He's got both of his plaques. He's holding them 
Wait, like at his chest, like yeah. he's presenting them to he's the camera. Very excited. About then he says, uh, "The one and only, never lonely, young and rowdy with a perfect body. <laughs> I'm always dressed to impress because I'm simply the best." I'm every young girl's fling, every old woman's dream, the best thing inside the ring. It, 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 the rhyming is, like, okay, they, obviously, they, Rowdy and Body's real bad. I don't know why you went fling, dream, ring, when you could just do fling the ring. Yeah. It, it is a fucking choppy mess. I'm every young girl's fling and every old woman's dream. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So you're a pedophile yeah. and you like the silver foxes. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. Your so, bragging is very strange. So weird. Uh-huh. It's like they wrote it 10 seconds beforehand. Oh, at best. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Clearly not made up on the spot. Yeah. Like if it was just like, oh, he was trying to freestyle and it didn't work, I'd give it a little more leeway. Yeah. He, that was clearly written and read because he reads poorly. A producer read that and was like, yeah, this will work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was uh, so bad. It's very bad. Uh, X-Pac, uh, our next match is supposed to be X-Pac and a human tornado, which it is. Uh, I'm not sure why X-Pac has decided to start wearing like dress shirts. And yeah. and it's like He before was like, oh, he's in like a t-shirt and wrestling pants, or like in his wrestling outfit or whatever. But now he's in like shiny wrestling pants and a pink dress shirt a bright pink dress shirt it's a very odd choice it's like he's going out to like a cantina or something yeah yeah he looks like he's like i'm gonna finish this match but i gotta get right in my car because i gotta get to this club yeah uh kind of fun little match with the the human tornado guy we get a little backstage uh, interview with the human tornado where he's like i'm gonna kick your ass for what you did to me last week yeah it's perfectly fine also he's a pimp I don't know why they, the, like they that, yeah he's I, the PIMP that does the what for, that yeah. of WSX or whatever is that that's new right I, I mean I guess he was like the Human Tornado is a famous uh, black exploitation movie yeah so I guess maybe they're, they're making they're expecting people to make that jump and know that uh, but they, I don't believe I've said he's a pimp until now yeah um, he comes out now. Here's my problem with this match. The one thing I remember at all about the Human Tornado's previous matches, he's got balls of steel. Balls he, of steel. He gets hit in the balls. It doesn't affect him. The first thing uh, uh, Xbox does is pick him up and run him balls first into the ring post, which just destroys him immediately. Immediately. And I'm like, well, what happened to the balls of steel? Yeah. But then later in the match, he hits him in the balls and he has to do it twice, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So he rakes his eyes. So what the fuck just happened to the balls? It's like this is my thing about the rules. Like I said about time travel, establish your rules. I will buy that you have imp- like impervious balls. Yeah. I will accept that if that is the rules you follow. Yes. But then you got to follow them. Yeah, it's very frustrating. There's also a line in the early part of this match where they say you may have seen the human tornado in Nacho Libre. Yes, that's which true. Is, is, he's, he's in that movie. He's in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah, a yeah. what a bizarre plug. Weird little plug. He's so weird. Uh, but yes, he's actually in that movie. You think? There was a spike in Nacho Libre DVD sales. <laughs> no, I think somebody went to the bar for nachos in the middle of that match. <laughs> I don't think anybody watched that movie. Uh, oh, so- at one point, Jibs goes, Six Spock looks like he's getting it in right now. Because yeah. he starts like gyrating his hips right before he does the fucking uh, Bronco Buster on him. Which is, as we said, the strangest of moves. So, so you're weird. You're just bouncing your nuts in a man's face. Yeah. It doesn't even look like you're actually making contact. Yeah. It's a very strange you're move. You're just waving your dick and balls. What <laughs> when, when, uh, when Six Pog hits him in the in the balls, Brett Ernst yells, what a shot to the testicle region. And then he hits him again and he goes, another shot to the balls. Like this... <laughs> 
this is just it's so Brett Ernst sounds so lost yeah. on this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, though, like he doesn't really care. Yeah, like he's lost, but he's not trying to find his way out either. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of like. Uh, so he gets Xbox, uh, Human Tornado gets Xbox in the corner, and he starts doing like a little dance, but each dance ends with him kicking him. Yeah. And I like, oh, that's funny. And, uh, but then he announces, like, he uses his dance moves to his advantage. Okay, just let the fucking yeah. dance. Like, you don't need to sell it that hard. At one point, Chris Claus says, a little boogie woogie. And it's <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> that's, I know it's not, but it sounds like a racial slur. Oh, 100%. Like yeah. <laughs> um, uh, X Pac finishes that match off with an X Factor off the top rope, and he was humping him. He was hump. He was humping him while pinning him. He was hump. He was just humping, <laughs> full on humping him. Uh, which I get is like maybe supposed to be intended as like you know, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm embarrassing you as well yeah. on top is beating you, but like you don't come off looking great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like an extreme show of dominance, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Only yeah. That it's you like, want to dominate another man. When you ever seen a little dog try to hump a big dog, <laughs> and he's just got his paws on his back, and he's like humping the yeah, air behind yeah. him. This is kind of what's happening. Uh, um, we get a very strange backstage yeah. video, which they introduce by going, "We got a very strange video." Yeah, they just say it. <laughs> um, the Dragon Gate guys who have lost their match earlier in the night. Uh, uh, some guy in a black suit and sunglasses is like, "You're lost too much. You must be reprogrammed." And then they he forces them into a van that drives away. Now, at first, I was like, "Please, please, please, tell me that Team Dragon Gate are robots." Yeah, I just yeah. really wanted them to be robots. I was like, "That I would that'd love be great. That. Yeah. That'd be fantastic." Because, like, look, you're beat this show. It's interesting because some like a lot of the matches are done pretty straight. Like that team, the Dragon Gate Filth and Fury match, pretty straightforward, like yeah. athletic match. Uh, there's some gags in the six in the Xbox Human Tornado match, but fine. But I was like, if you introduced robots into this world, I would be totally fine. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. I'd be like, oh, cool, there's robots too. Yeah, fine. You've electrocuted multiple people. I'm fine with robots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will find out in the next episode. No. Not robots. Just, just Asian Morpheus just picks a- these guys up. Picks these guys up and then calls them hostage and kidnaps them and like tortures them. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. You were telling me that your girlfriend said... Uh, so there was a, a thing in... I, I forget the time period, but... So just just for... Uh, in the next episode, we get a... Uh, we'll talk about it now. It doesn't matter. We see uh, them and they're all fucking fucked up in this like... Disoriented. Disoriented and fucked up in this room. The guy comes in. He's like, you're almost ready takes a, a sip of something, spits it all over what's, I'm assuming, supposed to be their food. Yeah. Uh, and then they go and, like, kind of eat, drink, whatever that is. Yeah. It's very strange. Now, your girlfriend is studying something. She, she's she's in, uh, she's getting her master's degree in, uh, oh, my God, social work. Okay. And so she's like, there was a there was a time where there was, a, like, a Cambodian yeah, death the squad. Yeah, they, they would basically, like, round up Cambodian people and torture them, and this is like a prominent event in their history. Sure. So for for them to like recreate this as like as a, a wrestling, yeah, I, yeah. It, it's, it's so jarring and weird. I also I do feel like they probably didn't think that far. Yeah, like I, I don't know. think they were like, oh, let's do a reference to the socio political terror of the seventies <laughs> in Cambodia. I think they were just like, go oh, maybe kidnap and torture them. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know if they really thought it through that far, but, but it's, it's very jarring. It's very strange. regardless of whatever. It's very jarring. Yeah. Um, our next match. I love it. Who boy. I love so, it so much. Okay. So, uh, the anarchist, Eric Hannon is making his in-ring <laughs> debut against 
Delicado, <laughs> Delicado, which is the worst wrestling name maybe ever. It sounds like delicate. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't sound. T- your name sounds like you might as well be Fragile the wrestler. Like it's te- it's terrible. Um, but his gimmick is that he doesn't talk. They make they say this very clearly on the announcement. I think uh, Chris Claus says it. Uh, he doesn't talk ever. Because he's been involved in so many crimes <laughs> that he doesn't want to be ever accused of snitching. What? So he just never speaks. Uh, which I think is a very funny gimmick. Yeah, it's like he, he's just... Particularly because he looks like a fucking... Like, I was like, oh, this guy's just going to be some jobber. Yeah. Like, he's just... Uh, Eric, like, they had the big vignette for Eric Cannon, so he's going to show up, he's going to kick the shit out of this nobody. Like, he really looks like a no... He's got, like, a black tank top. Yeah. A mask that doesn't fit. No. And, like, it At doesn't all. fit. And just some shitty pants. I was like, oh, he's just going to beat the fuck out of this guy. Yeah. Uh, Where they've set up that Eric Cannon is this hard ass, right? He's the big fucking badass yeah. that we're gonna see, and I was like, oh, he's gonna steamroll this guy, whatever. He's a chubby leather daddy who's gonna fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the case. Part of the like very quickly into this match, a bunch of Mexican gangsters attack uh, <laughs> Eric Cannon, and we find out that they're Delicado's crew. Yeah, and they this attack gets real weird. Yeah. So they beat him up, fine. They put him through a table on the outside, cool. They then bring out a wheelbarrow full of wet cement. Yeah. Uh, that they dunk his head in. Line of the night from Jibs. We better hope it's not quick dry. Is that the line of the night, by the way? Because that's my favorite line. <laughs> my favorite was when they bring out that wheelbarrow and they go, he goes, Whoa, that's crazy. That- <laughs> That's bananas. <laughs> With that, like, that inflection, yeah, 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 yeah. it's just so the ho hum. <laughs> also, all the guys in Delicado's crew are at least fifty years They're old. Very old. Okay, the one guy, the one guy, the one guy's a little younger. I would think the guy that jumps off the top. So yeah, the one guy jumps off the top rope to the outside and puts the guy through the table. That guy might be in his like yeah. late twenties or thirties. The other two guys are. Heavy set fifty year old Latino men. Easy. Uh, they are very, they, yeah. They look like they run a like a custom car shop <laughs> as opposed to being wrestlers. They're they're guys from Pimp Your Ride. Yeah, yeah. Ride. and they keep saying shit on the announcers like these cholos don't play. Like, yeah, they just say it. It's very gross. They put a they put okay. A, so they dunk his head in the wet cement. And then they put a dead fish on him. Yeah. And Brett Earth says, I don't know what that means to Mexicans, but in Italian, that's a bad sign. What the fuck else could it mean? <laughs> right. It's like you sleep with the fishes. Yeah. It's a classic move. But here's my problem with these two things. You've got the head in the wet cement, and you've got the classic, he sleeps with the fishes. Yeah. Shouldn't, okay, I get that it's maybe not the most violent thing, but wouldn't it be cement shoes? Yeah. Like, if you're going to do the two, the, the mob metaphor of sleep with the fishes, then, like, put them in cement shoes and throw them on, in something or whatever. Do Or just do one or the other. The head, they're like, he can't breathe in that cement. Well, he clearly can. Yeah. Because t- they take him immediately out of the cement and his mouth is open. He's, yeah. he's fine. <laughs> um, so I just don't get how that... Put, and then, like, it's like, I, uh, those cholos don't play. I respect it. Credits. Like, it's that yeah. quick. And also, you think Eric Cannon being the anarchist is like, I respect this. Yeah, he should. He doesn't believe in rules. At one point, actually, my line of the night is, uh, 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 Brian Ernst goes, I don't know if I like this anarchy thing. I like social order myself. Yeah, what? Come on, man. He's not actually, like, rooting for anarchy as a government platform. It's just a fucking thing. This is just a guy who doesn't want to get charged for cheese on a burger at a restaurant. (laughs) Uh, Episode wraps up right there. 
and we jump into episode six. Uh, uh, Now, here's my favorite part about episode six. We see uh, Fabian Klein or whatever his fucking name is. I've art Killian Dane. It doesn't matter. I hate him. Uh, He's got a black eye. Now, I'm not sure if it's a black eye or makeup. But it looks like a black eye. When you Google him, yeah. there's a picture of him that's kind of it kind of looks like a weird version of a clockwork orange. Okay. So maybe that's what he's trying to do. I, I think it is. Which would make sense because out of nowhere as he's doing his yelly announcer gimmick. Now, first off, I should say when you first see him, he's got his fucking stupid eye. And then it looks like his one sleeve is longer than the other. Significantly. But like a, like a yeah. lot. And I'm like, what? Is that a Gordon Gartrell shirt? What is he doing? <laughs> Classic Cosby Show reference. Uh, but then he starts doing his screaming entrance. There's the big fire like it always is. And he goes, he like does a wave with his arm. And god damn it, one of those shitty magician canes <laughs> pops out of his, sleeve, his overly long sleeve. But it's also made of electricity. It's also a bunch of like, shitty electric chemicals. It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And he proceeds to do nothing with it. No. So he just kind of waves it around. He gesticulates with it. But it doesn't like... He doesn't hit anybody with it. It doesn't come into play. In the back, he was like, all right, look, everyone hates me. <laughs> I, I could stop screaming a little bit, but no, I'm committed to the screaming thing. What can make people like my character? I know. What if he was also a bad magician? <laughs> I can't wait to see how this progresses. By the end, he's going to be yeah, full yeah. on. Yeah. He's going he's to be on the stilts. And- yeah. <laughs> he's going to take a top hat off and pull a rabbit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I'm excited to see where it- out of all the characters on this show. Now, I'm curious, now that he's progressing, also yeah. I want to add to this, he has been buttoning less and less buttons on his oh, shirts yeah. this whole time. Yeah. He's down to like one button on the bottom and a tank top <laughs> underneath. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, first match is Scorpio Sky versus Jack Evans. We are joined on commentary by Good Charlotte. The Benji and Joel Madden ben- themselves. Go, Benji and Joel. Yeah. They're very excited as both of them. Oh, you guys are lucky. We almost didn't get and Joel. Joel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love how little good Charlotte knows or gives a shit. Yeah, they clearly are like contractually. MTV was like, "Look, we're gonna play your video a hundred times. You got to come do this fucking stupid thing." <laughs> um, at one point, the uh, I think Scorpio Sky is trying to pin Jack Evans, and fucking one of the good Charlotte guy goes, "Tap, tap out, tap, tap out, tap out." That's not That's- what's happening on the screen. Those are two different things. Um, Jack Evans and then and then I think Brett Ernst immediately goes that's what wrestling is all about (laughs) (laughs) it really made me laugh Jack Evans, uh, the P Town, the P Town kid, the or, prince from P Town, yeah, whatever it is, yeah, yeah, walks in and takes his do rag off and throws it to the side. And my, my girlfriend just went, "Oh God," <laughs> <laughs> which is slightly better than what Benji says, which is, or maybe Joel, who knows? When the do rag comes off, he means business. Yeah, what? They're literally just actively mocking the thing they're there to yeah. promote, which is like, at least, I mean, I get it. Like, you don't like wrestling. You don't know what's happening. Maybe just shut up or yeah. like, don't, like, don't be a dick about it. Yeah. Uh, Jack Evans wins with, by the way, he wins with the 450 splash or the 630, whatever. But they say the wrong one. The first yeah. guy goes, so 630. Well, actually, the 450. Like, <laughs> just say it. No one yeah. knows. Yeah. Just say the fucking. Don't correct yourself. Um, perfectly fun match. Like, uh, yeah. they're both big flippy guys, so it's entertaining to watch. We're treated with a second Quizno Slam Witch. Another Quizno <laughs> Slam Witch really- of the match. Uh, <laughs> 
we get a backstage segment <laughs> that I really enjoy. Oh, my. This is the best one. So it's Chaos and Aguilera, Aguilar, whatever his name is. Uh, we haven't seen them in a couple weeks. If you last remember, they'd been, they had a match with Luke Hawks and, uh, and Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Um, <laughs> uh, which, again, was leading to their distraction. Uh, Aguilera only cares about the Cervezas and the Mamacitas, <laughs> and Chaos really wants to win matches. Uh, they have a little conversation where, like, look, I know you think I'm only about the Mamacitas and whatever, but I got an idea. How about you be about the Mamacitas this week? And they come around the corner, and uh, you see the disco machine. He's like, they're magic balls. Want to touch them? Yeah. And he's holding his disco balls, and I'm like, all right. Just go. If you're going to yeah. commit to this goofy shit, then commit, and it yeah. works. I like it. Uh, Aguilera has set up a couple girls back there for Chaos, and Chaos is like, look, I don't care. I just want to fucking win. I'm trying to win matches. Look at the Filth and the Fury. They're only undefeated team. You know why? It's because they're focused and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, Ag- and Aguilera's like, okay, well, I'll, get, I'll tell you what. You challenge them to a match next week, and if we lose, then you can go your separate ways. But tonight, the only meals I want to see you do are on the Mamacitas. <laughs> yeah. He said he was going to leave the Mamacitas at home and the Cervezas on, on ice. ice. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, And it's clearly implied that Chaos is going to have a threesome with, with these, these two, two women. women. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because he says, like, I wanted to see uh, the moves I wanted you to do are on them. And he goes, all right. And he, like, puts yeah. his arms around him and walks off. So he's definitely going to go bang these and girls. Aguilera said that he wanted to see those. Like, he he's wants to watch. watch. Oh, he's definitely going to watch. He's definitely going to jack Also, off. Chaos is now wearing pants like Aguilera. He's now yeah. wearing the high-waisted Zutu pants, yeah. which I don't get because the whole thing was like prior. He was like, oh, I'm in wrestling shit all the time, so I care about wrestling. Yeah. Not be the flashy one, but he's like kind of turning that way. But that being said, as uncomfortably as this gimmick, as uncomfortably racist as this gimmick is, the booking makes sense. You yeah. have a progression. These guys are having the matches. One keeps getting distracted because he's not focusing. This other guy really wants to win. So they have a couple times now they might split up, which will obviously lead to Aguilera turning on him at the end. If they lose, he's going to beat the shit out of them. They can fight each other. The booking of this show, as far as the wrestling concerned, is really solid. Yeah. It's just everything else that's kind of yeah. a mess. I mean, th- there are questionable matches in there. Sure. But but most of the time, you're right. Like, the wrestling is good. Yeah. I mean, the, there, there's certainly a progression for all these characters. Right. And the, and the matchups that make sense. But holy shit, so yeah. much of <laughs> it. is fucking a nightmare. Oh. For instance, this 70s team video that we get next... Uh, which is are they? They're in like a trailer or yeah. something that is decorated kind of seventies. There's like red plush shit on the walls, and the disco machine is just rapid fire spinning seventies references that don't make any sense. Nothing. At one point, he goes, "They're lamer than the Ford administration and pet rocks combined." Yeah. What are you doing? We get. We get we, it. Yeah. We we fucking get <laughs> it. You've man. established it. Um. But they have a match, a match that I rather enjoyed. Against DIFH, which is the emo team from uh, we saw a vignette of a couple weeks ago. Get, now, prepare for an emotional explosion. Yes, I googled. Do you have? Do you know what DIFH? No, means? They, they've never explained. They it. have never explained it on the show, which is very odd. Wait, even you looked it up and I, they never. Explained I, no, it? I looked it up. They, they, it's doing it for her. Oh no! Yeah, oh. doing it for her is what it stands for. Oh. Uh, now they make reference to so it's, this is Jimmy Jacobs and Tyler Black. Tyler Black would go on to be Seth Rollins, currently in the WWE, big star. Uh, now it we were led to believe previously that the two of them were these emotional. It's like prepare for an emotional explosion. Here's Difh. Yeah. Now not so much. What we find out is that Jimmy Jacobs is a. Bi- they say weird. Okay, here's what's weird. So they say shit like. 
Uh, he's so sensitive, he doesn't want to finish matches. Yeah. And he's supposed to be this big sensitive guy. But all he is is horny, right? Yeah. He's... All he is is just constantly hitting on women. He's just the Mamacitas guy of this tag <laughs> As a guy who was a... As a guy who was in a pop punk band for several years, Ooh. that guy exists everywhere, yeah. and he doesn't wrestle. <laughs> I would like to take a pause here for a second. Can we talk about the pop punk band well, you were in for several years? I was in a ska band for even better. Let's talk. <laughs> I was in a ska band uh, called Rufus McNasty and the Straight Shooters. <laughs> we have a we have a website. Our uh, our Angel Fire page is still active. Yes, can I get Rufus? Say it again, Rufus. Rufus Mc, McNasty. McNasty and the Straight and Shooters. The, straight shooters. Uh, the bio that I wrote when I was eighteen and had just been kicked out of college and yeah. supremely depressed is still on there. Ooh, uh, oh, hold on, on pure volume, which it, makes me seem like I can hear some of your. There might be there might be some, some music there. up there. Maybe now I'm not opposed to Scott. Oh, this well, is not me necessarily shitting on Scott. You'll be opposed Ooh, to this. Oh, boy, I'm a kind of opposed to this website, though. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I did not make this. Uh, yeah. I would like to make that. Who is this guy, by the way? No idea. That's a, that's <laughs> He's a, not even in the band. That's a picture they found on the internet <laughs> of a guy. Uh, <laughs> Guys, I highly recommend you go to angelfire.com slash super2 slash Rufus McNasty. Uh, oh, I wonder what upcoming shows you have. No, shows none. Like. <laughs> no, I can tell you. February 18th, Mississippi Night's local talent show. Yeah, we, we How'd did that. How'd that go? Uh, there were like seven people there. It's, it's I like, mean, fucking yeah. nothing's changed. Yeah. Uh, um, also, I don't know why I'm laughing at this. You have on the, it's uh, <laughs> price, question mark, doors, yeah. question mark. Everybody needs to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. We were we were a Southern Illinois ska band. Yeah. And I was the oldest kid in the band at like I said, eighteen or nineteen. Oh, I love it. Uh yeah, it was it was awful. But no, I'm going to put uh definitely put some of your music on the end of the okay. episode. We we actually get introduced there there's a track on there called My Kids Play Ska yeah. that was written by our band dad. We practiced in his house, yeah, and yeah, yeah. his kids were the drummer and the saxophone player. And he would he would uh, introduce us at shows. That's he was like awesome. a bald guy in his fifties, and he'd go on stage and go, "All right, who wants to get nasty?" And then we would play a show and I thought know. nothing of it. <laughs> uh, I like that man very much. He was supporting his kids in their endeavors. <laughs> yeah. Good for you guys. I hope your band does well. Uh, okay, so back to the back to the match, Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, is horny and he's trying to bang girls and he's like just hitting on girls in the audience. But uh, Tyler Black very serious about very. wrestling, and you can tell that because he screams a lot, <laughs> yeah. like death metally screams a lot. Uh, but what I enjoy in this match is Jimmy Jacobs is kind of, he's like keeps looking out in the ring, he's trying to talk to girls. So Tyler Black just starts picking him up and using yeah. him as a weapon, which I found fucking hilarious. It was so great. He just keeps throwing him at people or making him drop kick people. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, this is against that 70s team. Uh, Joey, uh, Joey Ryan pulls out the asthma inhaler again to great heat. People really hate the fact that he can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> um, they pull his ass out again, and there's a lot of like, oh! gross how am i oh, why would you even get me out of here and it's like it's just a dude's butt man. yeah like grow up he uh he i think he sits on somebody he sits and, on somebody and they're like i tap out just yeah. tap it's just like, to have that on your back i'd quit right there <laughs> yeah 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 like for, for all the talk about how uh <laughs> sensitive jimmy Dude, jacobs, jacobs is, is yeah these guys just hate that this guy's ass is out <laughs> yeah it really so insecure the... 
uh, he does a dot. He does a spear through the ropes to a guy that's standing on the apron all the way to the floor with his ass out. With his, uh, with his ass completely It's out. out for so long. It's out for like the remainder of the match. And there are there are plenty of opportunities where he's just standing idle <laughs> yeah, 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 to pull his pants up and he just doesn't do it. Yeah. It's very I like I like it. I commit. Like I yeah. if that's your bit clearly that's your thing. You pull your ass out every match. Every match. Also they might have more matches than almost anyone else. They're like every week. They yeah. just keep showing up. Good for them. I really enjoy it. Um, after the match, we get uh, a uh, okay. We get the the weird Asian torture sequence, yeah, uh, which is uncomfortable. I'm not sure what that food was supposed to be or why the guy spit in it, yeah, but whatever. Uh, we then get a follow up with Difh. Oh, real quick on, on oh, the, please, on please, that please, thing. please, please. The guy who abducted them, yeah. The, I I don't know if there's an implication that he is also magical yeah. because he has that same kind of effect. Yeah, that yeah, happened yeah, to Vampiro yeah. when that fireball got thrown on his face, where he kind of just like wave gets yeah, wavy. It's like space shifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but that that's also never explained. We don't know is this guy a manager? We know nothing about him other than he abducted <laughs> these two guys. men. Uh, yeah, and spits in their food. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, so we get a next uh, another video, and this time it's DIFH. Where you see Jimmy Jackson now has... Yeah, his, Jimmy uh, Jacobs now. Oh, also, Jacobs. by the way, we missed previously before the match, Jimmy Jacobs sneaks a quick bite of a Quiznos sandwich, yeah. which I, I really <laughs> enjoy. He, like, for no reason, like, you see, like, whoever getting ready, and then it cuts to him, and he just, like, literally sneaks, like... Bites it and runs away. Uh, good for you. Like oh, chicken, I really want carbonara. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really want more wrestlers just to be kind of sneaking. Sandwiches. Um, you see, he has pierced nipples. Yep. Like didn't with... notice that at all before. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and uh, Tyler Black is very angry that they've lost this match. Yeah, and uh, you can tell that because he is screaming so in loud. death metal voice. Everything. Don't you understand? We lost. Like, he's <laughs> screaming so much. And then, but what's funny is, so like behind him is like rock music. Yeah. And then it cuts to Jimmy Jacobs, and it's like ooh, like flowery music, yeah. and and like weird flower pattern appears in like the yeah. air behind him. He's like, man, it's cool. Don't even don't you understand that through the tears of defeat, love will find a wing or whatever the fuck. It's real dumb. He pulls so out a bad. guitar at one point, and you see Tyler Black storm off, and you just hear him yell, I hate the 70s! Yeah. The top of his lungs. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the, just so we didn't miss it, the announcer goes, these guys are really opposites. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for pointing Thank that out, Thank you dude. for that. I really, that would have went right past me. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you pointed that out. Uh, we get uh, Ricky Banderas in the ring. Oh, Fa- wait, let's go back. Yeah, Fabian, right when he's oh, like he's... announcing that, finally, yeah, yeah. gets assaulted. <laughs> like, yes. <finally>. yes. <laughs> that was uh, Fabian announced <laughs> is announcing the next match, but uh, Ricky Banderas shows up and th- beats him up, throws yeah. him out of the yeah. ring. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Banderas yells, "You burned my face, motherfucker!" Yeah. I mean, they bl- they blank out the motherfucker, but it's a close up. Yeah, it is very clear that he's saying motherfucker, one hundred percent. Which I really like that. There's no way they were like, "Hey, go out there and say motherfucker all you want." Like, clearly he was instructed, "Don't curse." And the first thing he says is, "You burned my face, motherfucker." Motherfucker. Uh, and then you hear the announcer guy goes, "What the hell did you say?" You know exactly what he just yeah. said. It was very clear. All forty five people in this building heard what he just said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he calls out Vampiro, who comes out again in his biker outfit, but also spitting blood out of yeah. his mouth. It's a very hodgepodge gimmick. Yeah. Uh, but X-Pac comes out and joins uh, 
uh, Ricky Banderas in kicking the shit out of Vampiro. Still in that pink shirt. Still in the pink shirt because he has beef with fucking Vampiro from previously, which is fine. You've got these two storylines. Vampiro and, and Ricky Banderas have beef. Vampiro and X-Pac have beef. Okay, now they're fucking combined. That, all of that makes perfect sense. Uh, somebody on the announce team, they throw the referee out of the ring, and uh-huh. somebody goes, referee Munchichi got thrown out of the <laughs> ring, which made me laugh, because the guy did look like a Munchichi. Um, so I don't mind those two guys. Okay, these two storylines are merging, it makes sense. But then somebody's music hits, and they're like, whose music is that? It's Youth Suicide! <laughs> hey, remember that guy yeah. you completely forgot about? Who definitely, uh, he was in the fucking first Rumble, the WWS Rumble or was whatever. was tossed out instantly. He was thrown out through an exploding cage <laughs> yeah. almost immediately. Uh, who definitely didn't get music on his entrance, so there's no way any of us would recognize yeah. that music. Uh, he's come out to join, to help Vampiro for some reason. Yeah. Uh, this makes no sense. Uh, I do like he is immediately got to, did not, zero offense. Instantly. He guys in a ring, ring of just knocks him to the ground. He's immediately useless. Yeah. Um, they're fighting all over the place. Uh, they kind of disappear for a minute. Ricky Banderas, they kind of fight through the crowd and you don't see him for a while. Vampiro and, uh, uh, uh and six Pac are fighting at one point. Six Pac throws a trash can at Vampiro, uh, hits him really hard, and it bounces off and hits a fan. Yeah, I uh, here's the thing: I rewound that, and I think we're supposed to buy that that thing hit the fan. Yeah, it did not. No, it, no I way. Rewound it multiple times. I did too. I think that guy just fell. Yeah, he's he's clearly a fan. He's clearly not a plant. This wasn't like a thing they're trying to get over. He's just a fan. I think he maybe just slipped in some beer or something because he kind he does fall. Yeah, but the, I, but for whatever reason, the announce team is like, "Oh my god, they hit a fan!" And, and no, the, pe- no. the people around the guy who fell are just kind of like, uh, uh, just uh, like, oh, well, like I'll looking at this up. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. not like, holy shit, you just hit this yeah, person yeah. in the crowd with a fucking trash can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we go, oh, they, they uh, Vampiro and Xbox fight out the exit door, and they're like, oh, pan up, pan up. And Ricky Banderas is standing way very high. Yeah. On top of some fucking thing, way high with Youth Suicide. They're fighting for a minute. He throws Youth Suicide off the roof onto like, I don't know, another roof. Some it's small like building. Some little, like maybe like supposed to be like an office or something. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's got like kind of tin roof or whatever. It's a fucking fall. Like yeah. it is a fall, and he falls through it. And there's not like he falls through it, and uh, you don't see him. And it's like, oh, there's there's like padding in there that no, he's falling no. on. No, he just crashes through this building to the ground, and then there's like a five second beat, and then the thing explodes. Yeah, it is very poorly <laughs> also, timed. I went back and watched that again. Uh, youth suicide was thrown to the very edge. Oh, he barely built. He barely hits that building. It was almost yeah. just a fall to the ground. Yeah, and another foot, and this is death. Is that a fall? This man is, is, is skulls creeped in. It's yeah. very close to bad. But also the timing on that explode. Like it was one, awful. Why did that thing explode? There's not. It's just a like what was in there. I oh, they, we were. Oh, that's dynamite my storage. Yeah, like, we were yeah. storing all of our gasoline and matches. in that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our gasoline and lit matches yeah. are just in that building. Uh, it explodes immediately, it, or not like not immediately, which is like very funny to me. They're <laughs> screaming. 
Credits. Credits. Again, the Bandera most abrupt s- endings of everything. He spits up a bunch of blood. Yeah, Becky Bandera stands up. He spits up a bunch of blood, <laughs> which leads me to believe he's injured. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing. That's not an offensive maneuver. Yeah. This just means you got hurt. Like, it's, it's very strange. Vampiro does it on his way in. Probably right, as like, like an intimidation tactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not seven minutes into a match <laughs> when his kidneys have been ruptured. Yeah, yeah. It was so... <laughs> uh, I... It, this... I gotta say, I am thoroughly enjoyed by, uh, thoroughly entertained by these shows. There is something about the chaoticness of it yeah. that it's like, oh, what happened? Like, I never, a lot of times, about, like, I, I watch a lot of wrestling, but very often I'm like, oh, it's on, and I'll kind of, oh, I'm looking, I'm looking at Facebook, whatever. I, this whole time, I'm like, what, huh? I'm constantly watching because, yeah. like, something weird is always happening. Yeah. Uh, what, how are you, you, what are you uh, looking forward to? Uh, I am looking forward to those piranha, still looking forward to those piranha. Uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I do want to see. I feel like Vampiro and Ricky Banderas are going to have a really violent, yeah. crazy brawl that's going to be really fun. I am looking forward to more DIFH. Yeah. Because that fucking gimmick is very silly and I enjoy it. And I got to know what's going on with this Team Dragon Gate yeah. kidnap, torture, reprogramming thing. I'll tell you, I want to see more of uh, Ham- Hamrick and what was the other guy's Oh, name? New Jack? Yeah. I, I have a feeling we're not gonna. I, I, I have really not curious. looked into it. I have not like read spoilers or anything. I yeah. can't imagine there are spoilers out there. <laughs> but I think we're probably done with them. It's, it's really interesting to see like the, the cast of characters that they introduced early on in that Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're just, we're never going to see them again. I'm really yeah. curious. Because like, New Jack back. was a name. So yeah. I feel like they gave him a payday to bring him in for one, like the first episode. Be like, oh, we've got this big star. And then I, I doubt they had the money to, to bring him back. Do uh, you got anything you want to plug? This is actually going to be a couple weeks. Uh, so I got two regular monthly shows. The second Wednesday of the month at Barrel of Fun at Alamo Drafthouse Mueller called Six Shooter at 8 p.m. And then the fourth Friday of every month at the Velveeta Room, Low and Inside, our baseball-themed comedy show at 11 p.m. And then album recording September 19th at Cap City Comedy Club. Definitely do all that. That's going to be great. Uh, where are you on the internet? What's your Twitter? What's your whatever? Uh, Funny Brooks, AaronBrooks.com. Do all of that. Yeah. I am at Chris Cubis on Twitter, ChrisCubisComedy.com. Uh, check the website for the shows. The Sting is the first Wednesday of the month at King Beast. Come to that. Uh, this will be out after the week with Joe DeRosa, so thank you for coming to that. That was super fun at Cap City. Uh, I will be, this should be before the 25th anniversary of Dudley and Bob extravaganza at the Paramount. I think there's still tickets available for that, so that'll be super fun. Myself, Martha Kelly. Mike McRae, a bunch of bands. It's going to be a good time. If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Please write nice reviews. That helps us. Uh, Tell your friends. That helps us as well. And we'll see you next week.